2: Welcome back to the Morning Shift. Triple in for happy Tiffany all week. Let's quickly birthday. go out and speak to our color analyst for Atlanta United Broadcast and the birthday boy himself, Jason Longshore. Oh, happy birthday. Our, our, our baby's all growed up.
3: <laughs> What's up, guys? Thank you.
2: What, what number birthday is this?
3: Do we have
4: to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's lot. He's 21. Yeah. He can drink today. Yeah, there we go.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, seven Too years bitty. ago today, February 5th, 2017, what happened? That I was, don't know. That was I a don't, super I don't Bowl. know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, How would you bring that up right now? I just It just came across seven years ago today. Oh, well. All right, Jason, we have a, a semifinal, the World Cup. Why couldn't we get the final, though? <laughs>
3: Not quite big enough with the stadium. It had to be Ah, 80,000 feet to get to the final. So a lot of people thought Dallas was going to get it. That was all of the, the media going into the week, and they got the other semifinal. L.A. didn't get a semifinal or the final. They ended up getting the U.S. men's national team with their opener in another U.S. match. But outside of Dallas getting nine games, Atlanta was the big winner in the announcement yesterday with eight games, with three knockout games, a semifinal. You get a last game of the group stage, which is almost like a knockout game. I mean, It is a, a huge statement about how big of a sports city Atlanta is beyond the soccer side. I mean, Atlanta is one of the, the greatest soccer cities in this region, let alone in the country. But Atlanta is one of the greatest sports cities in the world, and this just validates it.
2: Jason, I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this too because I was going to bring that up. I mean, you look 10 years ago at what Atlanta was as far as soccer goes and, and how rapid the ascent has been with the United and all the records they've, they've had here, U.S. men's national team, and now this news of the World Cup semifinal. What does Atlanta have that, that kind of uniquely positions it uh, you know, to be that big of a deal on a national stage?
3: I think what's changed more than anything is the venue. And and when you look back at previous, you know, big soccer events in this country, you didn't have a place to play. And going back to the beginning of Major League Soccer, you didn't have a stadium at that point. Uh, Atlanta-Fulton County Stadium was going down. The Olympic Stadium was being turned into Turner Field. You didn't have another place that they could play. And that's been the issue over the years. But when Arthur Blank made the commitment with Mercedes-Benz Stadium to make it soccer-ready, and to position soccer right next to everything else. And I think that's the biggest change that we've had in the city compared to previous teams and then look at other cities where you you had multiple sports ownership and the owner maybe didn't take the soccer as seriously or position it as importantly. I'll always remember a preseason Falcons game when Arthur was in the booth And it it shocked a lot of people that he had an Atlanta United lapel pin on. You look back at all the branding during that time when the stadium was going up, it was Falcons and Atlanta United right next to each other. So by him saying, this is a big deal, this is as important as anything else I'm doing, I think the rest of the city took it on as well. And now, I mean, I think we finally caught up as well to having the Olympics in 96. You know, this is going to be 30 years after the Olympics when the World Cup's here. It took a while for, I think, the the aura of being an Olympic city to really spread worldwide. And now when you think of American cities and you're in other parts of the world, Atlanta comes to mind where maybe it didn't in the past.
2: What do you think tickets are going to cost for this thing?
3: Mm.
2: A lot. Can you buy them? I was going to say, I don't know. What's getting the door price? (laughs) 500 bucks minimum? Seems like it. Oh, it might be more than that. I'm not sure,
3: honestly. And and by the time you get to 26, there is no telling. Um, from what I've read, the ticket process, basically there is a list you want to get on right now. If you go to the, the FIFA World Cup site, you can get on the list. They'll keep you notified on when tickets will go on sale. They're saying in 2025, but really nothing beyond that. Well,
4: one of the things I thought you said yesterday on Twitter was, this is like having eight Super Bowls over a month's time and how big it's going to be. But we know when you hear the Olympics, you know it's huge. I think when you hear the World Cup, you don't really fathom the fact of how many people from so many different countries could be here in a month's time. What is, it, what is, the, what is the city going to look like during that month?
3: It's going to be wild because it's, you know, I'm, in terms of just attendance numbers, really out of the Olympics, you're probably comparing it to the, the track events when they ran those over about eight or nine days straight. But the Olympics, you get a lot of people who travel for that. The World Cup's on another level. TV viewing, more people watch the World Cup than they watch the Olympics. More people watch the World Cup than the Olympics and probably eight or nine other major sporting events combined. It is the – more countries enter the World Cup than the Olympics. I mean, it's – that's how big this thing is. And if you get the opportunity to have some of these fan bases, like if Argentina plays here, and we're going to get a taste of that this summer with Copa America, um, if England plays here, if Germany plays here, if Ghana plays here, you know, if Japan plays here, um, Brazil, I mean, we could keep going. Like You're going to get fans coming into Atlanta, staying here for a few days, going to the, follow their next team in their next game, and you're going to get that cycle happening eight times over a month's time. So it's crazy. I mean, it's going to be packed. Every possible person that can get in that building will. And everything around it, too. And I think that's the other aspect of it is you're probably going to have big public viewing parties for games in other cities as well. All of the auxiliary events around having this, it will be... Massive, and, and I think people who are, are kind of saying like, ah, well, you know, just eight games in a tournament, like the Super Bowl, these are the biggest games in the world, in this sport, which is the biggest sport in the world. It happens every four years. These are all huge games. And that semifinal is going to be on a whole nother level.
2: Jason, I want to talk real quick. Uh, it seems like they are, are trying to do this with a regional aspect where the U.S. men's national team kind of be based on the West Coast, at least in group play. And obviously New York gets the uh, the final What's the best case scenario for Atlanta people just kind of on the outside looking in as far as teams that might be able to come here and kind of matchups you'd love to see inside of some of the group play?
3: Yeah, it's fascinating because it's so early and this tournament as well, this is going to be a really different setup than we've ever seen. It's the biggest World Cup ever with 48 teams. So you're going to have more countries in this country and and in Mexico and Canada playing in this tournament. So the matchups really could get You could have two European teams in the group, and, I mean, depending on where they fall and how they get seeded, you could have a a matchup like in England-Italy in in a group stage, which would be insane. You got that round of 32 and round of 16 as well. There's so many fan bases that travel and would be great to have here. Um, Brazil is always one that that everybody in every World Cup wants to go see and, and wants that game in their city. That's one that still has so much just power. The major European nations—I mean, France, Italy, Germany, England. So Spain, Spain would be the other one. Argentina, obviously, and with Atlanta United's connections with Argentina. But don't discount a, a team like Japan as well. Japan is one that one—I just love the way that they play, and and their that team has really jumped over the last decade maybe decade and a half in terms of talent and and how much they could make a deep run by the time we get to 2026 and that's a incredibly passionate fan base and they will follow that theme and would be great to have here in the city if they can get into maybe we get their group stage games a couple of them or if they get into one of those knockout games here
0: Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
2: All right, Jason, we got about probably 45 seconds left. Now, the U.S. men haven't really been – they've been kind of been nondescript on the World Cup stage. Best finish in 1930, third place. What's the state of the program now?
3: This is an interesting time. This Copa America this summer is going to be a real big benchmark for the U.S. men's national team. Host countries have a big advantage in a World Cup. You just have that momentum. You get games in, you know, at home. You get the fans going. I think you're looking last time in 94 when the team was nowhere near what they are now, they made it to the, the knockout round, and that was a huge accomplishment. I think you're looking at a quarterfinal. You know, modern times, quarterfinal was the furthest that this team has ever gone. You're looking at quarterfinal being, I think, the minimum expectation for the U.S. in 2026.
4: Yeah, Jason, mm. what what club um, tonight is the, uh, the the birthday bash at? Where they, they've been, <laughs> been rented out, and you'll have bottle service the and gold stuff. Room. What what club can all
2: the Stanley clad women everywhere,
4: <laughs> all the fans of yours, and and uh, some of your friends like us as well, uh, show up tonight?
3: Uh, I'll have to let you know offline, you know, I come on, we can't have this place getting overrun. Come on, <laughs> get overrun.
2: Happy birthday, brother. thank you for your time, man Thanks, man.